Welcome to Movie Reel. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. And joining us this week is another special guest, our good friend, Mr. Aaron Silva. Why don't you give us an introduction there, buddy? Hey, guys. I'm Aaron Silva. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Yay. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Exactly, exactly. Long-time <laughs> long listener, first-time uh, host joiner. Yes. Very eloquently put. We should say that. Not not guest host. Yes. Host joiner. Host joiner. <laughs> Official title. You, you will be credited as such. So, sounds like the class in an MMO. <laughs> yes, I, I, am, I am host joiner. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so, uh, what what have you been up to, Aaron? Since uh, this whole thing kind of snuck up on us, uh, I have been I have been sitting on my ass playing video games, and uh, now I'm working uh, because they finally got the the working stuff set up. But nice. Base mostly mostly the sitting on ass playing video games bit. What do you do? I, I do, what what I do, do you what? do? You, you said now you're working. Oh, what what do I? I I work in a call center. No big no big oh, deal. Okay. I just I just listen to people yell at me because their refrigerator isn't working. Like like so like a therapist, or you're trying to make it better. <laughs> and how do you feel about that? <laughs> now, how, now how does that make you feel? Uh, I mean, oh my god, I could never be a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but I might need one after watching Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Perfect segue into what we're watching today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, I. Okay, I, I shouldn't get ahead of myself here, but <laughs> that, that kind of makes my opinion clear. But like, I loved that mo- this movie when I was a kid. I loved this movie. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who haven't been paying attention, uh, this week's episode is going to be on the 1996 classic. Uh, Space Jam cult, starring cult Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, cult classic. Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan starring in this nostalgic hit from the 90s. This movie, yeah. That I is was... a hit from the 90s that's not nostalgic. <laughs> that's like oh. uh, that. Good is fellas? a good question. Goodfellas? Is that, that, that's not really nostalgic. That's just, a, that, that's just a good movie. I know, I was saying a hit movie, but not nostalgic. I thought that was... Yeah, I mean, I still like, feel I mean, like that was still a hit. Six, yeah, I, mean, I meant... Just because it... Oh, yeah. not a hit. You said not a hit. I thought you said not, just not one that's nostalgic. I feel like that movie's not really a nostalgic movie. It's just a hit movie from the 90s. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems like every time, like, Thanksgiving rolls around, like, my grandpa is just constantly, like, binge-watching, like, all the Godfather movies and, like, Goodfellas and like, all, all, the, all those, like, Italian mafia movies. Like, this is apparently what Thanksgiving's about, according to my grandpa. The best interpretation of thanksgiving i've ever heard was at uh it was thanks obviously thanks it was at thanksgiving and <laughs> my aunt and uncle uh sometimes like host like foreign exchange students and they brought one with them she was from brazil and she asked like what why do we celebrate thanksgiving and my grandma i don't know if she was kidding or not but she said well uh the pilgrims landed on plymouth rock and they were they're so glad that the Indians didn't kill them, so they had dinner. And I'm like, oh, I don't think that's quite I mean, right. That's, I mean, that's not wrong. All of those events, <laughs> it, all those events, I mean, it omits Native several Americans, factors. All, of, but all, all of those, those events things, are true. Yeah, the events are true. <laughs> I just think the meaning behind them isn't quite as accurate, but 
know. Like, sure. It's like I feel like you're missing a few details in there, but the 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 core synopsis is there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, spe- speaking of the core synopsis, oh, so go, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. Yeah, uh, speaking of the core synopsis, the the main plot of this movie is in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan, who has since retired from basketball and has become a professional baseball player. Can which we... you 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 were saying, Sam, you were saying that you didn't actually realize that. That was a thing that Michael Jordan did in his career, that he retired from basketball. I don't... Here's the thing about... I know I know enough about sports, like team names or where they're from. I don't really know athletes that well, other than obvious athletes. Michael Jordan, yeah. yes, I knew he played basketball. I didn't... <laughs> I, I was unaware of Kind of hard to all. not. I was unaware. Yeah. Michael Jordan he was a basketball player. That's what I got out of this movie. No, yeah. I, I just I didn't know he played baseball, and that was I honestly had to look that up. I was so, and then I realized this is this takes place in 1996. The beginning part of the movie is really just like unnecessary. It's almost like just a documentary of what's going on, and then oh. the Looney Tunes. <laughs> It, it so is. The beginning of this movie is just, it's just like, his life. Wh- Michael, can we come into your house and record your family yeah. for like 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, because they record That's with like, like his family. An, they like hired his family and like, yeah, it's, it's, well, no, it's, it's, it's weird. I mean, it's act, it's actors. It's an actress is playing his, an act, actors and actresses are playing his wife and kids, but they have the same names and like, <laughs> They're all, they're just playing his real life family, which... I feel like that would be really uncomfortable for me <laughs> if I was Michael Jordan. Like, this person isn't your wife, but they're pretending to be your wife. Like, I mean, she no, doesn't have that much stop. screen time. Yeah. Uh, the like, first season or so of, like, I think it was, like, Everybody Loves Raymond, for example. The two kids, two of the kids play, they're, they're the, their names used were Ray Romano's actual kids, but it was too weird that they <laughs> changed them. And I'm like, yeah, that does sound weird. Oh, yeah. Spe- speaking of weird, Everybody cause... Loves Raymond, I forgot that. Uh, oh, yeah. What, what's this, what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> shows up in this and it was just like there, there, there were a... with uh, Dan Castellata. So, uh... yeah, there, there, there were so many just random actors and athletes and celebrities in this movie that it just kind of I kind of just became overloaded with like information. <laughs> it's like, why are all these people like there, there are so many like random cameos and celebrity appearances in this movie that it is it, it's it just almost gave me a headache it's like god damn it i don't even know who half these people are anymore like, I feel like <laughs> especially especially the athletes everybody wanted to be a part of this movie for some reason which is yeah. hilarious given the the quality of the, like the script and like that the the tagline that you read like who looks at that and says, yeah, I want to be a part of this? Yeah, it's like Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, sign me up. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, aliens. Yep, I'm in. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Two me things up. I want in a movie. Michael Jordan <laughs> and the Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, a, 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 lot of, a lot of things that people kind of overlook about this movie is that even before, like, like you know, like... Uh, this movie was even like you know like made or released or anything about this was kind of like in the in the pipe works. There was, were commercials. There was right? a lot of yeah. There there was a lot of like cross marketing with like Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. There were like, commercials. This was, this was there. There were commercials yeah. of Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny, and that's kind of what led to the film. Like 
I think they yeah, were successful it was just, commercials, and so they made a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an insanely like successful like campaign of just like like Air Jordan, like uh, like Air Jordans. I think Burger King was in on it, probably like a, like a bunch of like so many different like like companies and different marketing teams use the same thing of using Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan, and it just sold like hotcakes. Like, let's capitalize on it and make it a movie and. So is Anchorman yeah, it, 3 going to be, is it going to be uh, Ron Burgundy with his new Dodge Durango? Is that what we're looking <laughs> at in the future? Sh- sure, why not? <laughs> and I mean, you can't really fault them for it. It worked, right? Like, I I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure this movie did well, right? Um, yeah, the overall budget uh, estimated was $80 million, which wow. kind of blew my mind that they spent that much money just in terms of budget. Um, opening weekend, they made twenty-seven million, with oh a total God. gross in the U.S. of ninety million, with a worldwide gross of two hundred and thirty million. So I would say this is very successful. Yeah, they definitely made their money back on that one. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh sweet lord. Uh, I mean, on IMDb, it says in twenty twenty-one, there. It's an oh, it got it's a post-production. It's Face Jam two with LeBron James. With LeBron. I, yeah. I heard about that in the Pipeworks for so long. I thought that was still just and like Don in the rumor mill stage. It. Oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> that's going to be... Now I have to see it. <laughs> just just because Don Cheadle's I really love Don Cheadle. That's what got you sold. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the Apparently. criteria. Bugs Bunny and Don Cheadle sign me out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this movie, I was what? really like, what was the... The pitch for, I mean, I get now that the, I mean, the commercials were successful that they just came up with a movie. So it wasn't like somebody's like, hey, I got this great idea. Like, well, I mean, it's it's not like unheard of for like marketing teams to just like build entire like movies or shows based off of like commercials or like a two minute skit. Like they, they made a ad, admittedly a like unsuccessful series on the uh, do you guys remember the Geico, the Geico uh, caveman commercials yeah. like so easy a caveman could do it well they decided to make a caveman series based off of like the geico caveman i think i remember and i think it lasted all of that. yeah i think it lasted all of Five like seconds a few episodes oh. yeah like t- like two episodes uh before it got scrapped because no one watched it wow uh because i think it was supposed to be like it was originally supposed to be contracted for like a full season so like I don't know, like seven or 12 episodes or something like that. And the numbers for their like initial premiere were like so low beyond like their, their like estimated budget uh, that they ended up having to pull the plug and scrap the whole thing. Oh my God. Uh, um, So easy. A caveman could do it. (laughs) Yeah. Space Jam. um, This was, I will say this is a movie I, again, don't judge me. If I've seen it, it was so long ago, I don't remember anything about it. Like, okay. certain certain yeah. bits do look familiar. Like, I have seen pictures, and I was, I know, like, I knew what it was. I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've seen it or not. Like, I, I might have, but it was so long ago, I have no recollection of it. Yeah, I, I watched this for, like, the first time, like, yesterday, in, like, I want to say, like, five or six years like i i probably haven't seen this since high school um and it was just really weird watching it now after like 
you know, kind of learning like everything I did about movies. It's just a like, weird movie. This yeah. makes not a lot of sense. Like, why did I like this so much as a kid? Well, that was like, my I, thing. I, I, I watched yeah, this like, when I, I was a kid, and many times when I was a kid, and I loved this yeah. movie. I loved it so yeah. much, and I haven't seen it in like ten years. And yeah, I went back I, and watched I specifically it. And I was remember like, this movie is not not good. It's not. It's not how <laughs> I, I remember I, yeah. it. I, yeah, I, I remember watching this a lot as a kid too, and I specifically remember having a Space Jam themed birthday party. <laughs> oh, include, and oh, I, I even recently Are found like, like a. I don't know, probably, but I, I remember finding like a few years ago where we like have like all of like our like spare like uh like birthday napkins and like paper plates and stuff like that. Uh we found like at the bottom of that uh Space Jam themed napkins. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, we still have these like fifteen years after the movie came out. Kevin, you should see if you can sell those. I bet they're collector items now. They might be. I don't know if we still have them anymore because there's only like two left and I didn't we didn't I don't know who Just used them, but I, I don't know. I I I don't know if we still have those. I wish we I hope we do, but I don't think we do anymore. I Jeez. I think yeah, I was wondering. There had to like the the Toon Squad jersey, like that had, I mean, the merchandise for this movie had to have been interesting. Was it just Bugs Bunny wearing yeah. a Toon Squad outfit, a jersey? Well, I, I, bet there was a, I bet there was a ton of of merchandising stuff that made that made money off of this movie as well. Um, yeah, well, I, I know they made like a bunch of, like uh, like video games and uh, other uh, marketing yeah. uh, stuff like that, like uh, comics and video games. More on more mountain looked like yeah. a video game, just like the the intro for it, it looked oh, yeah. like a video game. I felt like I okay. So right in the very beginning of the movie, we're getting it's a, it's a long. The credits are really long. Oh, the intro credits are so long. I felt like <laughs> the guy who did it. I felt like the guy who did it was contractually obligated to have the entirety of space jam at the beginning of the movie otherwise it wasn't justified in being named space jam for, well before that we have young michael jordan playing basketball and he says like i'm gonna do you think he's like she he's like eight years old and he's like do you think i'm good enough to get to college yeah. i'm like wow you're really yeah, thinking it, ahead yeah, it, like it, not am i good enough to make the team <laughs> or do you think i'm good enough to play in the nba just am i good enough to get into college i'm like you are eight like wow yeah it's, it's this is yeah this this is michael jordan in like 1973 so yeah he's he's very little he's playing basketball in at midnight it's like hey dad you think i'll i'll make the team one day and it's just like it's like every time he is dad like makes a shot it's like oh like keep going till you miss and it's like oh man like one of these days i'm gonna join the nba i'm gonna go to college i'm gonna be a millionaire and then i'm gonna quit and do baseball it's like all right you're just mapping out your yeah, whole life. Yeah, he's just saying all the things that Michael Jordan will eventually go on to do. And then we get this long so. credits of, you know, like everybody. I'm like, like, this would have been more appropriate for the end. I mean, the transition, sure. But like, it went on for so long. And it was just like footage of Michael Jordan slam dunks. Yeah, yeah it would have it would have worked <laughs> fine as like a transition if it was half as long as it <laughs> yeah. ended up being. And I think the yeah. reason it's so long is partially because we need to justify that space 
Space Jam is in this movie, but also because they have so many, like, as we talked about earlier, so many just cameo actors whose names we want to throw on the screen to let you know that we, yeah, yeah, we got Charles Barkley for this movie. Does he do anything? Yeah, we got, no, but he's in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, we also got, we also got Larry Johnson. Larry Bird. Bradley. We got Larry Bird is in there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually (laughs) is decent. Like the lines he has are very believable for Larry Bird to say. Yeah. I I'll... Uh, I, I do I I'm kind of jumping ahead, <laughs> yeah. but I I do love the scene where like all the all the basketball players who have lost their talent air quotes uh, <laughs> are they're like all going through like all these treatments and like therapy and it's just like so do you feel like you are underperforming in other aspects <laughs> yeah. other than basketball? It's like no, it's like heavily implying it's like so you got erectile dysfunction. It's like the amount of adult jokes <laughs> in this movie. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I the whole segment with the like athletes who have lost their talent was like the B plot, right? That's the whole the whole B plot. Yeah. But it's just yeah, that, that, that was the B story, and it was actually really funny. It was funny. Oh, it just I could didn't... have been a lot better. I feel like it could have been. It to me, I thought it was good. I thought um, I thought that they were all going to come together, and I thought there was going to be like a you know a moral of like Michael Jordan be like, no, you guys still got it in you, and he. They, I thought they were going to help him in the end. That's where I thought it was going. It's like, but no, they, he, it's like, no, you, no, no, you guys all suck. Here's your, here's your talent back. It's like, oh, thanks, man. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I like the comedy in that part isn't awful. I don't think it's it's great, um, but it's not terrible. I just think that the guys they have delivering it also aren't comedians, right? They're not actors. They're basketball no, players. They're, <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're athletes. So they, yeah, I don't think the delivery oh, is yeah. there at all. I don't know. I, I personally was not a big fan of that B plot, except for the bit where Charles Barkley gets wrecked by like a 12 year old. That bit was funny. Yeah. Charles Barkley <laughs> that was, in general that was really funny. is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, he should have had more funny lines. Like he's hysterical. And pr- yeah. I, uh, there is, I recommend it to everybody. On um, The Tonight Show, it was Charles Barkley, Jimmy Fallon, Ewan McGregor, and another person playing charades. And oh my God. It's, it's so funny. It is so... Charles Barkley, You, I was the first time I saw it ever, I was crying. I was laughing so hard because Jimmy's doing a really bad job and Charles Barkley's like, are you kidding me? Like, I, he's hilarious. He didn't I, have I that rem- many I, funny lines, yeah. though. I do remember seeing like Charles Barkley on like SNL and thinking that he was really funny. Yeah. He did a, he did a really good job hosting, and a lot of the stuff that he was in was like really funny because they were they were doing a lot of stuff making fun of like his like golf swing when he when he was golfing. See, uh, I, it, I thought he was just he, a golfer he, he, for yeah. the longest time. I didn't know he was a basketball player. Not until <laughs> oh this movie. God, not, no, not until this movie. Until maybe like <laughs> this year, but not until this movie. Like because he played. Yeah. I think I saw pictures or I knew he played golf, so I thought that's just all he did. That I realized, oh no, he was a basketball player. See, I know, yeah. I know, I don't really, I know, don't know athletes. I know teams. I don't really know athletes, and that's the extent of my knowledge. But yes, fair um, enough, I guess. But yeah, like yeah, that intro was just so long. It was just throwing. It was just filled with like, hey, let's just show every single person that's ever gonna be in this movie. Well, and, and this is a kids yeah. movie, yeah. and we're gonna throw in all these celebrities with all these jokes that the kids are not going to get when, yeah. like. Looney Tunes, okay, if you look at, like, old Looney Tunes, like the actual old Looney Tunes, those were good for kids, but they also had a lot of humor for adults, but the way it was written was so smart that it was worked in to be really funny to the adults and, like, not detracting from the sections that are good for kids, right? Exactly. But in this movie, yeah, you like just that, have these huge yeah. segments of the athletes just sort of doing their thing. The kids aren't going to find that funny at all. They're not going to no, know no. what's happening. No. 
Yeah, especially, like, a lot of, like, the them getting, like, psychoanalyzed by, like, the very stereotypical, like, German uh, therapist. Yeah. Freud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the very Freudian therapist. Who, yeah, he literally looks like Sigmund Freud. Um, <laughs> it's he just really like, does. it's like, he really does. It's not even funny. It's just they found a picture and like. the makeup department just said, all right, let's do it. We need we need you to make him look like this. And of course, one of the athletes is just like, but I love my mom. It's like, I never said you did it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, I never mentioned your mother. You brought your mother up. It's like, it's like, but I love my mama. Yeah. yeah and then- when, when we're talking about possible edible com- complexes with actual athletes, I, I, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. It's I'm not like, here for this what, scene what? anymore. <laughs> it's like, that it took such a turn. I I don't think that's what they meant for it to be, Blake, but that's what I was picking up. But it's there now. Now yeah. you have to deal with it. <laughs> Good luck with that, people. Yeah, so, uh, so the movie so, starts yeah. after a very a very long credits intro. And so it it's like uh yeah, so then it goes up into space and for five seconds I'm like, wait, because I was thinking all of like I was just expecting Looney Tunes, so I was like why is it in space? And then I laughed. I felt like a fucking like, idiot. All right. Like, space <laughs> jam. It all makes sense I saw, now. I saw the sign for moron mountain. And then that made me laugh harder because I was just being a moron. And I had to actually pause uh-huh. the TV. I was like, so in oh distraught my with myself. And then I continued <laughs> on. And yeah, so the design for more, so moron mountain, it's an amusement park in space. And is it, it's actually is it just an amusement park? It's not a planet. It's just an amusement park that's just floating around space. And then But the the sign I is like guess? the sign is like pointing to the whole planet. So I think the whole planet is an amusement park or at least an asteroid, right? It's some yeah. large celestial body. Yeah. I I think it yeah, I think just like the whole place is just like the the planet. Like the whole planet is the amusement park even though the amusement park is like all of like one side of it yeah (laughs) so it's this like there are Uh, these terrifying looking uh rides that look so dangerous and this kid and his dad get thrown off one and the kid's like this sucks dad don't take me back here it's not fun and then it just shows the like owner who's super fat and it's danny devito is the voice of this guy yeah danny devito is the voice actor for mr schwartz Swackhammer. I'm, I'm like trying to read his name. That's his it's name. Not... Yeah, it's Swackhammer, Mr. Swackhammer. Did they say his name once in the movie? <laughs> I don't Probably know not. if they did. Probably not. I don't think they I... did. <laughs> like the naming. If they did, it was like very. It was very like quiet, or like it was when everyone was talking at once. Like, sorry, boss, Mr. Swackhammer. Like all of like the the monsters yeah, talking it, at it once. It maybe came like once or twice. It wasn't like drilled in on who this guy was but he keeps complaining to his like employees who are these little tiny like think of like in the little mermaid the little like the result of what happens like the the little things that are creatures that are in ursula's cave so if you can't pay up she turns you into it's like that except colorful and they can walk like they they it was a very i don't know they and he's like i we need new attractions and we need something to be but whatever and then they see a looney tunes cartoon and they're like looney and he's like yeah go get the looney tunes and it's like okay it's like, okay. It's like yeah. but, but what if they don't come it's like make them okay it's like, I, all right i kind of want to talk about this scene for a bit because yeah. like 
first off, am I the only one who feels like Moron Mountain is just an extremely phoned-in name? Yeah, that doesn't make any oh, sense. Absolutely. Why? So everyone that goes is a moron? Like, what? It's, it, like, yeah. like, I, I just, I feel like, like, there, there's a smart name that could have been written for that. But that they just I, literally thought of the first thing that, like, sounded attraction park themey and also bad and just named it that. Like, I don't know. I feel like the light writing in a lot of points in this movie is, like, like very not, phoned in. Not bad, just lazy. The, you know, just yes. like, yeah, it, well, that'll yeah. do. It was very by the numbers. Um, yeah, um, exactly. The, the little, yeah, no, the, the little <laughs> minions, I love his little minions. Um, I think their design, like, their their visual design is, is, like, good enough that you can tell who's who pretty distinctly even in their little forms yeah, yeah but, they have like a, a very unique color palette to, mm-hmm. that kind of like balances like their own personalities yeah and also their colors kind of like match their personality like the 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 short like they're all short the uh the orange kind of round one has like a very like flared up temper so he's got like a very bright color palette there's the the very chill one so he's got like a very uh blue very light tone and he's very basically acts like a stoner yeah uh really there's one that's always yeah, it's like they, they all kind of like have like a color palette that matches like their own personality and it makes them all unique and very recognizable. Yeah. Yes. Um, but their dialogue for most of them is just like a lot of what they do is just repeat whatever the first person said in most scenes. It feels like in a lot of scenes they're just saying yeah. like what the plot is telling them to say. A lot of the dialogue isn't character driven. It's yeah. just like this is the thing that they need to say in the scene to move the plot forward, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. pretty much. That's a good that, point. Th- that's how I felt for, for most of it anyway. But anyway, yeah, we clearly establish our main villain as this cigar-toting money yeah. mogul. And he was yeah, wearing capitalist. sandals, which I thought was weird. <laughs> that was, was he? what you <laughs> Yeah, he was, he's wearing like like basically like flip-flops the entire it's time. It's because there's a scene where the, the real the, enemy the cr- crocs. <laughs> the creatures <laughs> The creatures are like when he's like yelling at them, they're like saying we need new attractions. One of they're like filing his nails and it just there's a shot to his yeah, feet and right. I'm like, he's wearing sandals. Why? Was it just so yeah, he he's could get sand- his toes re- filed? It doesn't make sense. There's no reason for him to wear sandals. I know he's wearing like a two-piece suit, like a very like fancy-looking like yeah. business suit, like dress pants, the whole thing, sandals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a casual uh, business guy. Exactly. It's, it's um, casual so yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, every, and every day is Friday in space. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, no the the whole Moron Mountain thing. I felt like they like they very much missed an opportunity to do like a Six Flags joke because oh. like Warner Brothers basically like own Six Flags. Like they're, 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 I don't know if they own them, but like they, they basically like have like cross marketing all the time. Like there's Looney Tunes themed everything in Six Flags. So it's like, like that is such a missed opportunity oh. just to have like out like a, like a made up Six Flags like Space theme park. Space Flags or something. Yeah, it's like uh, like the seventh flag yeah. or something like I'm that. I'm just picturing or no flags, just, no flags. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the stolen flags. I'm just picturing I don't know. like the writers' room and like it's just filled with like crumpled up paper because it's the '90s. There's no reusing paper. They're just bailing an idea, scratching <laughs> off, start rolling it into a ball, and then someone like comes in asking for miss 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 messes up their coffee order, and they're like, "You got you put low fat milk in my you moron." moron and they're like that's it (laughs) that's the name moving on i i just picture like they just have like 
No, it's like they, they just. Johnson, no, it's you like had they an had... idea for a sexy bunny in this movie. I want to hear about that. <laughs> oh my god! It's like, all right, which one of you guys worked on uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? All right, who made uh, Jessica Rabbit? It's like right here. It's like. Do that again. No, Jessica Rabbit's a human, <laughs> that, which makes the relationship yeah, all I know. more disturbing. <laughs> exactly. I'd but prefer the it... human than the fucking sexy bunny shit. Do you know how many right, furries well, you created right. based on this movie? <laughs> this is Warner okay. Brothers' fault. <laughs> I blame them okay, okay, for the Sonic okay, shit. Okay, before, okay we'll, we'll get to that later. Don't open up the floodgates yet. We'll okay. get to that later. Okay. I'll, I'll pull oh it back. God. I didn't think now. about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god half this episode is just gonna be us laughing <laughs> okay um so so danny so, devito told like um his minions like all right go go get the looney tunes so it then jumps back to earth and uh michael jordan's in the middle of a baseball game and spoiler alert he he's a horrible baseball player and the other players are like trying to be like super nice to him because he's he's michael jordan he's like the basketball player that everybody knows so he's getting like he, he gave like autographs to like the the pitcher for like the other team and he's like telling him it's like all right don't swing this is gonna be a curveball don't swing it catcher. yeah the cat yeah the catcher um yeah can but, i just yeah, say he, that it's just this scene the scene with him and the catcher where the catcher's telling like telling him don't swing it's a curveball this is my yeah. favorite scene in the entire movie i'm like what that, that was really I was funny like I think what? it's really funny. I think it's like really good humor. I think Michael is great in it because he's just like reacting to this guy who's like in the majors telling him to don't don't swing. I, I want Michael well, Jordan to get a hit. Are they in the majors? Because like, <laughs> like, that looked it like, was a, minors. Very, like minor it was, league it was a minor. I think he yeah. was in AAA. I don't think he actually made it to the. It was minors, a minor team. Yeah, like yeah. in yeah, yeah. It was a minor team. I yeah, I looked it up. Yeah, I was like, what? Because. What, what was his the, team name? Like the like the Barons the, or something? Yeah, I, I the, don't remember. I'm, I'm, I, I know, yeah. like in in real life, I don't think Michael Jordan ever made it to the to the majors. But he played like he wasn't terrible in in Double yeah. A or Triple A, whatever league he ended up in. He wasn't terrible. The people often say just, like, "Oh, he was yeah. so bad." He wasn't, and of course, the movie it works for the movie to say, "Oh, he's so bad." He's not actually yeah. bad. He just like. I mean, he's not a baseball player. He didn't play baseball yeah. for 30 years. So. He, uh, yeah, he only played for one season. It was from minor league team. I'm trying to, I think it was the right name of his team. I think it was all, every everything about it was, like, accurate. It was the, uh, it wasn't so, like, the White Sox. It was the minor league, not the White Sox, but, like, the minor league adjacent to the team for the White yeah. Sox. Like, yeah, San, oh, okay. like, there's San Francisco Giants and there's the San Jose Giants. It was just kind of, it wasn't, it was like, yeah. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, so he's just kind of getting annoyed that everybody's, and I don't like, I would be annoyed by that. I would just be really uncomfortable if they're telling me, like, isn't that cheating? Isn't that dishonest? Like, yeah, and, and and also like everyone like is like he he gets he strikes out and like everyone on his team including his coach is like all right good job Michael good hustle good hustle is like hey man when you strike out you make it look good like when I strike out I make it look bad it's like you're you're a real talent to this team it's like dude you guys are losing now because of this, this that, <laughs> and this is also I thought this was yeah. gonna be a bigger deal everybody's just treating him so nice and that's the problem and he says to his son later yeah like nobody gets mad when he messes up it's like no you gotta you gotta push him and he that's what he's he's realizing that's the that's the bigger issue that he's dealing with career-wise and that never really comes 
back. Like at the sorry, jumping ahead again. At the end of the game, he sh- at the no at the end of the movie for his next game, he shows up in a spaceship, and everyone's just like, "Oh, Michael Jordan!" Yeah. Like, like are you? Yeah, yeah we're just gonna yeah. ignore also, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, by the way, like in the middle of this game, like the same spaceship, like all the the aliens are going to go to like kidnap the Looney Tune drives by that. Everyone looks at it. It's like, huh, that was weird. Back to the game. No one bets an eye that they just saw a UFO no, okay. fly over this them. This is what bothered me the most in this movie. Everybody just accepts everything. There's like no yes, like, yeah. Michael. Like they uh, oh spaceship. That's weird. Or Michael Jordan being sucked down a hole on a golf course, and they're all like, oh, that's weird. Come on out, Michael. This is and I'm probably like, fine. What? Moving on. It's like he'll be fine. Let's not call the cops saying like he's missing, even though he technically is and missing. And then his assistant, played like, by Wayne Wright, w- would it have been Wright. so hard to have gotten him just like pulled through the TV into Looney Tune Land? Like that's what. Why did they have to create a specific place on the Earth for Looney Tunes that's to live? That's what I didn't understand. And have to say Looney yeah. Tunes are real now. Yeah. Like yeah. So so apparently the Looney Tunes live in the center of the Earth, and Warner Brothers, a real company still owns the rights to That's what to didn't them. make sense to me. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like, uh, because there's a scene uh, later when his kids, Michael Jordan's kids, are watching Looney Tunes and then they're all like, oh, where'd they go? Like, they care to these. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like Wreck-It Ralph a little bit. Like, they're not on screen. They're not there. But then I'm like, so there's no producer that's just dictating, like, the story. Yeah. It's just them so, doing... It's just like a doc... It's just like a documentary of their of their life everyone's watching. Also, a reality that, that, series, like... Also, that means that every episode that someone's watching of Looney Tunes is happening live. So that means that every rerun isn't a rerun. It's just them doing the exact same thing again. Yeah. That is insane to me. That's like, wow, Would no you say one of these guys uh, are crazy. To you, I was Kevin? getting to that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> you beat me yeah, to it. sucked into the TV <laughs> would have made more sense. It just didn't make sense to me that he was sucked down a golf hole. Everybody, there are people are watching this and they just like, huh, that's weird. And then he's sucked well, into. Yeah, yeah, he, he's playing golf over, with like. <laughs> we've skipped over an important. Well, oh, he's not Bill Murray important, but an important character. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bill Murray. He's golfing with Bill Murray. And it's like. And Wayne, 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 Wayne like, Knight. Take, his, yeah, take, take his, a picture. Uh, assistant. His like publicist, publicist? Yeah. yes his the publicist yeah the publicist character was he supposed to be a funny character i don't know maybe i feel like he was intended <laughs> to be a funny character in that like one of those like oh he's annoying but it's funny that he's annoying so there is which it's, never works yeah. i don't know why people do that it's wayne knight who uh was I, newman on seinfeld he was dennis nedry in jurassic park uh let's this be time, honest he was just newman he was just newman in on on Island Nebula, uh, Island Nebula, but he like in a, <laughs> in a, uh, but he, uh, in this movie, he's just being, he, I thought there was a point later in the movie, I thought he was going to join forces with the aliens and he didn't, which is, yeah, yeah, he, they, he, they make it seem like it's like, hey, hey, do you, do you guys need a publicist? Like, oh, so he's going to like represent these guys now? It's like, that'll be kind of funny. They're winning. He's just going to abandon ship. I thought that's what was going to happen. And then, no, that's not what happens. Yeah, no, he, he, he's like he's like the biggest like Michael Jordan fanboy that knows nothing about Michael Jordan other than the fact that he is famous. Like, that's but, that's basically what I kind of figured up what his character was like, because he, he's just like following him around. He's like, hey, you need anything? You need me to drive you? I'll babysit your kids. I'm great with kids. You, you, you ask but i'm the best with kids it's just he, yeah. he's constantly rambling and trying to like 
be best friends with Michael Jordan, even though he's coming across as the neediest person I've ever seen. And I feel like on set, they were like, Michael, so he's going to do his thing. I just want you to react how you would in normal life if somebody came up to you and started doing this. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm so confused. I feel like they put him in the movie because they were like, oh, like Michael Jordan, he's not an actor. Usually when people aren't actors, they don't bring a lot of personality or character to the screen, right? So we're going to get somebody who has like an abundance of character and put him with Jordan, which isn't like necessarily a bad idea. In, in theory, that but would work. the character itself does nothing. Yeah. He isn't funny and he does nothing in regards to the plot or character or anything. So why is he yeah, there? The, yeah, right? the, the like, only thing that he does to drive the plot forward is tell Michael Jordan and the rest like the Looney Tunes that the aliens stole the talent from the NBA players. That's the, his only contribution right. to the entire movie. Which could have been done by any character. It, it really yeah. could have. Yeah. It could have been like Tweety Bird gets like overhears or something. Yeah, there was really no reason for him. Um, but like, yeah, he he's... Um, Just the other there. thing he does is is later later in the movie when he gets jumped on and they have to do like the medic scene where they inflate <laughs> him with a bike yeah. tire. Where the, yeah. Yeah, and that, that leads to the whole like climax bit where Jordan realizes that you can be a tune in the tune world even if you're a regular person. Yeah. I also like that he even like acknowledges like really 10 seconds in the game and you tell me this now i could have been yeah. doing like so many cool things this entire game and won already and it's like okay and i, but, and I was but, thinking like, the same thing too it's like really they just tell him this now this makes no sense and then he said been, it right yeah. as i was thinking it's like oh that's funny okay but plot issue due to events that we'll get into later because i'm gonna go off once we get oh, to no. it. <laughs> um, he should know he should know that that's already possible yeah that's true because he, he he should already know that because of events earlier in the oh, movie so i was just like yeah why is this a thing i think because yeah, he so, didn't do it to himself anyway getting yeah. getting back to yeah the whole yeah. like so, so bill murray the one the one scene he was in before the climax he was actually pretty well, funny yeah. in the, the golf ball oh yeah okay, like, him, weird. Playing, like, yeah. first of all he's wearing an umbrella hat they're all playing he michael jordan uh bill murray uh with the publicist and and larry bird no not larry bird larry Bird's that there wasn't too. larry bird that was uh that's not larry no, bird. larry bird is the white tall basketball player that you see, like Shoot. in the movie. Okay. He, well, they, another my another person. I thought that another was, okay. person. It, I mean, I, I don't really. I'm trying to find his name. Another person, but anyway, he um he uh Bill Murray's asking like Michael Jordan, like, oh, you think I could play in the NBA? What? And and Michael Jordan's like, no, no, you can't. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I mean, I yeah, he probably can't. But also, like, I just thought it was weird because he's like. He's not like laughing, like no, you can't. Like he's not. He's like being but, dead serious. No, you can't. I'm yeah, like God. What's, like, 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 don't disrespect Michael's NBA. But, like, like Bill Murray's like asking in a way is like, oh, like he's clearly asking as a joke, but like he he's answering it as is, this is like a very serious question. It's like, no, nah, man, like you you can't. Like this is a man's game, and it's like you can't jump, you can't dunk, you can't do any of this. So it's like, don't even think about it. It's like, all right, way to shit on his dreams. So um, I don't um, know. I I still found that scene pretty. It was funny, it was but funny, but I, I it was I'm, I might be in the minority. <laughs> it I, was I thought it was it, awkward it was funny, because yeah. Michael Jordan was unnecessarily being like, "No, you can't, you can't yeah. play in the NBA." Um, but yeah, before the scene, we see the aliens like basically like fly their ship through the earth. They basically like dig their way to Looney Tunes land, and 
basically was like, all right, we're, we're, we're going to enslave you guys now. And, Cause he run into like Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd and shoot Elmer Fudd with like the ray guns. Like, okay, these guys aren't messing around. All right. These guys, uh, they want to, uh, take us prisoner. Um, it's like, uh, let's not do that. Uh, I don't want to be a prisoner. Uh, so, so they, they later they, they have they a town hall meeting. Um, we, yeah. Where, but are we going to mention that, that most of the Looney Tunes are not the actual Looney Tune voice actors? Yeah. Oh, um, I, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not super obvious for most of them, but for like the, oh, the rooster at God, I Foghorn. can't. Foghorn. Foghorn uh, Leghorn. Yeah, Foghorn um, Leghorn. For him and for Bugs Bunny, I think it's really like glaring yeah. for both those yeah, characters that it is not the I original mean, voice. I mean, it's uh, not uh, that bad. Bugs Bunny's voice isn't that bad. Like, I, yeah. I thought it still sounded like Bugs Bunny. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, um, I, I'm not as familiar with. Yeah, that the, the, the the main uh, voice actors who do the voice cast for this movie is uh, Billy West, who is uh, Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, and uh, D. Bradley Baker, who is Daffy Duck, Taz, and Tor the Bull, and then there's a few others that kind of do uh, single uh, voice acting as well as multiple voice acting. But Billy West, he if most of you guys probably know him as um, uh, Fry from Futurama. I think he's also the fish. Okay. He's Klaus, I think, on uh, American Dad. At least I know he's on American Dad. He might be somebody else, but anybody, anybody, anyway. And uh, Dee Bradley Baker is oh, my favorite. Th- that's the clone Klaus. Troopers. Sorry, that's Klaus. <laughs> I mixed up. That's Klaus. Yeah. Dee Bradley Baker. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah Dee Bradley Baker. He's. Uh, I, I mainly know him as um, the Clone Troopers from Star Wars: Clone Wars. <laughs> oh, that's him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he is every single clone. Oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's there are literally episodes where it's just him talking to himself in five slightly different voices. But this guy works with Seth MacFarlane, so that's not that unfamiliar to him of a yeah. of a of a job. Um, uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah. But I, I feel like the writing for the like the the voices for the Looney Tunes like might not have been that noticeable if their writing had been smarter. But the, I mean. The writing for the Looney Tunes in this, sometimes it's good. There, there's some points where the, the original characters really shine through. Yeah. But for the most part, I feel like the way that they talk is like, it's just way below the bar for what you, the the like smartness of the writing that you see in actual Looney Tune comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, With the exception of, of course, the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote, but it's hard to really mess that yeah, up. They're, they're, they're yeah, they're very one-stroke characters uh wiley and wiley coyote and roadrunner but um i i feel like they kind of nailed daffy duck at least like he's a very selfish arrogant character and pretty much he only acts in his own self-interest and that's i would agree with you he's not yeah, bad like that, that's and they pretty much nail him to a t in this movie he, he pretty much goes out of his way to care about himself and only himself and helps others only when it is convenient for him and ultimately gets beat up or injured in some way because karma yeah um so they have they have a town hall meeting where everybody all the Looney Tunes show up yeah Daffy Duck shows up like just getting out of a shower and yeah Bugs Bunny's on stage with the aliens wrapped up in like chains locks and chains and And he immediately takes it off (laughs) and the and the aliens are like we're going to enslave you and they're all so small and, like, have the cute voices that everybody just laughs at them. And, yeah, Bugs Bunny just takes off the the chains and then says, uh, no, you can't, you can't just, you can't just enslave us. You can't just take us. And he grabs a, it's a how to draw cartoons book 
but he yeah. crosses out draw and puts and writes capture. And then he says, we have to defend ourselves. And then he opens the book to a sticky note that says they have to defend themselves. And the aliens are like, oh, it's well, like, it's in the it's book. Like, it's like, it's in the rule book. We're clearly law binding citizens here who follow every rule when it comes to slavery. <laughs> to be fair, that's one of the few points where like the cartoon logic like works. Yeah. Right? It, it, it was <laughs> I just have a hard time believing these guys are a big threat to the Looney Tunes just in general, given like like I feel like Bugs Bunny himself should just be able to handle these yeah. guys given the stuff he's taking yeah. care of. It's like I'm I'm I'm, per- I'm pretty certain that there are several like episodes of like Bugs Bunny and Marvin the Martian where this exact same scenario happened and they dealt with it in like two minutes. Where like Marvin the Martian's like, Earth thing, I'm going to enslave you and take you to Mars. Like, uh no. It's like, darn it. It's like, alright. Episode's <laughs> over. <laughs> it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna challenge me to basketball. It's like no, why would I do that? Yes, yeah, so the Tunes, but we have to have Michael Jordan in the movie. So yeah, the basketball Looney it is. Tunes decide to say they're gonna they're gonna play a game of basketball with the aliens because the aliens are really small. So the aliens don't know anything about basketball. So they sneak into an NBA game and they're right and in a coat and hat. With a scarf, like, because, you know, that's how people dress at sporting events. Yeah, just literally just, like, a in full a, trench coat in a room covering their entire with, face with, with a, a, a fedora room, on. In a hot room filled with people, like, that can't be comfortable. So they, <laughs> they're next to Patricia Heaton and Wait. Dan Castellano, who, and she's like, I thought we were going to get better seats. This weirdo is doing something in his jacket. And it's like, okay, so the aliens, like, I don't know, like evaporate, sneak out, and basically the- capture the talent of these various players. But what bothered me, so the first one they go after is Charles Barkley because they're overhearing them saying, oh, he's a killer out there. So they think he's like an actual killer, I guess. So they go out and I, yeah. take his talent, and immediately he like kind of like, you know, he's like, his body, his arms are kind of flailing a little bit. But immediately, they're all like, what's wrong with you? And Benchin, where is the next guy that they take the talent from? They're all like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he, we, we watch him fail a little bit. And then they bench him. I'm like, that made more sense. Why would they just... <laughs> the second Charles Barkley isn't... He's just like... For a split second, they're all like, "Get off the, get off the court!" And I was like, "What the?" Because Charles Barkley should know better. He's the best, like, and he should only anything. be the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and this scene is like one of the most jarring. They don't honestly, they don't do a too bad of a job with working the uh, the tunes into like real life situations. Yeah. Like the way that they like divide it. It's not too jarring most yeah. of the time seeing real people with with like the cartoon. Yeah, no, it, it definitely but, had like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of vibe to it when they did like live action right next to cartoons, and it, it worked for the most part. Like when like the aliens are in the trench coat and they're you see like their hands moving the actual trench coat, the things moving exactly where their hands are touching it in like the exact way that they're touching it. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. like that's good. I, I was gonna say I thought that this scene was the most jarring scene out of all of them. <laughs> Because putting the tunes in the real life outfit, but then the people inside are tunes, just didn't really mesh to me. And then of course the CG for when they come out onto the floor and like steal talent is just like what it's it's awful. It, like I mean, it's just it's just objectively bad. Even for the era the era in which it came out, it was just not the, good. The cartoons themselves are look pr- like really good in this. The CG, I agree with you, is very rubbery and glossy looking no matter what setting it is like 
pretty much like all the CGI is pretty much just like uh, when the human characters are doing something cartoony and that looks really weird. Like when they fold like Michael Jordan into a basketball, which I, I, I know you're going to get to that. And when they inflate Newman good. and all that, um, and also like when you see like a, uh, like they kind of do like this, like, like really jarring, like tracking shot inside the, uh, the stadium for like the big game in like, like the Looney Tunes stadium. And it's like clearly CGI, but like all the characters are like, like the normal like animated uh selves so they stand out and they yeah yeah. It, it, yeah the cgi in this is very glossy and very rubbery looking but it yeah. has like a really high sheen to it um <laughs> falling yeah. value yeah it, it was it, yeah so i was i was actually looking into this um i guess this was one of the first movies that did um like a lot of mocapping Okay. Okay. So for like the shots with Michael Jordan in them, it's he's being guarded by like three or four guys in like green screen suits. Yeah, I, um, it, it, it's kind of some funny stock footage from that as well. Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like looking at some of the pictures. It's just really funny. Looking. What did you? What did you type? I want to look it up. I'm just no, just on IMDb. Like there, oh, there's okay. several pictures, and like literally the first one is Michael Jordan being guarded by two guys wearing a like basically just green ninjas. <laughs> they <laughs> that's exactly what they look like, and it's I can't see anything else but see, him being attacked by green ninjas, and it's like why could why, why wasn't this movie Michael Jordan versus the Wu Tang Clan? I would have watched oh, that. Wow. Yes. <laughs> No, 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 man. That, 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 um, was, that was where, the premise of Shaq Fu. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, what's what was the um? What were the part? Where were we? At? Uh, the were we the at aliens uh, capture all the talent, and the Looney Tunes is like, all right, well, well let's kind of practice. Right. So they grow to like you know ten foot, ten feet tall, sized like giant you know basketball players, and by the way, all become like super aggressive like meatheads after the transformation, which I think is hilarious given that they transformed using the talent from NBA players. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a commentary on but, something. Okay, so this, sorry, this scene, the Looney Tunes are on the court and the aliens show up. And yeah, I, I thought this was going to be like, I thought this was going to be not the game. I thought this was just going to be a game and something was going to happen and they were going to get Michael Jordan. But I guess they were just practicing, but I thought this was just going to be the game. And then later after they get Michael Jordan, same thing. I thought, okay, is this going to be a bef- is going to be the game? And it still isn't. Like they were, I'm like, are they practicing? Why do the aliens just keep the, showing up? I can kind of give it. Yeah, to yeah the, the villains one. just keep showing up because they like need them to be there for the scene for some reason. Even in the scenes that they're in, it's sort of like, why is this? Yeah, why are you guys here? Why, why they have no? There's no compelling reason for them to show up other than the plot says that they need to show I up. Yeah, also, kinda, they, never, yeah, they, ne- yeah. they never, they never fully establish like when the game is going to happen. Is is like. Do they just keep showing up? It's like, are we going to play yet? It's like, no, all right, later. <laughs> no, and he pulls out the book again. It says we need more time to practice defending ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, uh, uh date TBD. <laughs> yeah, it just they like, kept be- showing up. Yeah. I'm like, is this it? So they uh, get Michael Jordan. They pull him, yeah, through a golf hole, which makes, and they all just are, and the people with him are like, okay, like we said before, they, he like goes, yeah, they're underground. He goes into the Looney Tune world. And the same thing, for a second, he's like, Bugs Bunny, you're not real. But then he just accepts the reality. And and it's just really weird. Yeah, can, I was can, like... 
because yeah, because Bugs Bunny kissed. I'm just like, well, no one can kiss me that well and isn't yeah. fake. No one can kiss that well and not mean it. Like, yeah. Honestly, though, like Bugs Bunny makes a joke where he's like, "If I wasn't real, could I do this?" And he lays one on Michael Jordan, and then Michael's like, "I guess he's right." And like, we just continue with the movie. We're just gonna gloss over the fact that like Bugs Bunny just made out with Michael Jordan because that's that's what the movie wanted. That's what the kids want. Animators spent time and resources and were paid a living wage to make. Bugs Bunny make out and with someone Jordan. on set had to tell Michael Jordan it's like alright this is the part where Bugs Bunny kisses you now make a face that looks like you're being kissed and make it a good one and somehow Michael Jordan didn't just like walk out and never come back <laughs> <laughs> and also like whenever like look when Michael Jordan's like like you know like when they do like all a hands in or or when he's just like touching the tunes or whatever it, it's fine like the the animation is passable but whenever like they need him to do something like actually toony like when they bring him up on like the huge giant uh um like like doctor's yeah. chair or whatever um it just it doesn't hold <laughs> up yeah um so, so yeah they they, they basically kidnap michael jordan convinced like hey like we need you to like you know, like help us win a game of basketball otherwise we're gonna be slaves by like these aliens like and literally just like in like this one brief conversation it's like all right i'll help yeah and, no, uh, and it's just, like yeah. right. there's no refusal there's no there's no like this is insane this isn't real there was no like every time there was i mean the whole movie yes there is a one linear conflict but every time there's these like t- mini conflicts, they just get resolved. There's not even they're not even a conflict. They just get res- they just don't exist. I'm like, why isn't he questioning any yeah, of it's, it's, it's li- any of this reality? This, it's li- yeah, it's literally like a one cent. Yeah, it's literally just like a one sentence like rebuttal, and then just immediately gets dismissed. Like, hey, it's like Bugs Bunny, you're not real. Yes, I am. All right, yeah. I guess he's real. Let's help you win that game of basketball. And- <laughs> yeah, it's like every time the screenwriter runs into a, a problem. You know, or the screenwriter committee, I should say, because there's no way that this is one person. Uh, every time that the screenwriting committee runs into a problem, they go, "Oh, we've ran into a problem. We have to address it." But then they forget no, like the part address where you it. have to fix it. So, like when when uh, again, this Bill is jumping Murray. ahead a little bit. When Bill yeah. Murray shows up at the end, right? And Daffy Duck is like, "Bill Murray, how did you get here?" And Bill Murray's literally like, "Well, I'm friends with the producer, so he just dropped me off." I'm like, "What?" What? Was that I was the same way. Joke? I'm like, <laughs> it's like I that's just breaking the fourth wall. That's not even doing it in a fun way. That's just breaking. Yeah, the for five f- seconds, like, I'm like, I do appreciate that uh, Daffy Duck did question this because I was like, why and how are you here? How did you get here? And then yeah, we just get a very like, it's because the joke and it's the, not the joke, an explanation. It's a the non-explanation. Joke, the joke is that he so he says my produ- the producer is a friend of mine. He dropped me off, and the producer of the movie he was friends with. So that's just it's it's a joke that I feel like no one's gonna be like, oh, that's funny because he's friends with this guy. I feel like no even adults were like, not. Yeah, it's like I didn't know that. Yeah. I had to look that up. It's you like, should have studied no beforehand. Um, I yeah no, this movie just this like required like they expect uh, you to know the source material going in. <laughs> It's like you don't understand the lore of Space Jam. It's like, ugh, they're not even like a real thing. Like it's like a early Disney movie when it's like a storybook that opens up. Of like, for the it's like it's like Space Jam. Um, actually, it, this 
This was explained in a prequel comic that came out in 97, a year after the movie came out. It's like, oh, shut up. Yeah, there's just no... So the Looney... Yeah, the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan, they go to... Uh, it's like a, it's a gym, and it's gross. And so they all start spitting, and the Tasmanian devil runs around to wipe it up with spit. Yeah, because it, it needs a, a spit shine. And so <laughs> Michael Jordan just, says... Just a non-joke. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the, the I was, getting I was, I was getting to that. Boxers? I was getting to that. So he says, like, I okay. I can't play without my shoes or my, you know, all this stuff. And the, so Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck decide to go to Michael Jordan's house to get the things he needs. I didn't understand why Michael Jordan just Instead didn't go. Of- yeah. Okay, I was about to say that. Instead of Michael Jordan going to Michael Jordan's house to Clearly, get the stuff this, that this... he needs. It's not like yeah. he's a prisoner. <laughs> I also I also don't exp- I don't I also don't understand why he doesn't tell them specifically where his shoes and shorts are instead of just having them wander aimlessly through his house and hope that they find it. Or at it. least why didn't like... uh you know, why didn't Michael Jordan if they wanted a scene of them in the real world, fine, but why could Michael Jordan could have gone with them? It didn't really make sense why he wasn't there. And then we have this whole bit where we have to say that Looney Tunes are really short for some reason, so that the dog can become a like a, a giant a viable threat giant. to them. Yeah, yeah. This this bulldog named, that's named Charles. Like two feet tall is like <laughs> is 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 towering over Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. It's like they're not that short. Like what what are the proportions of this dog right now? We literally get a sighting that Bugs Bunny is three foot three later on in the movie. Which means that dog is at least like four feet tall. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, and and his kids, his kids walk up next to this dog, and they're like, I don't know, like maybe four feet tall. Like they're they're yeah. like little kids. Yeah, and the dog's normal size to them because they're using the actual dog. And every time they need to make the dog look like intimidating to the tunes, it's like really clear that they've just like taken the dog and just like blown it up yeah. because like the quality of the image is decreased compared to the rest yeah. of the frame and, and, they, and they also like mess with its eyes to make it look like it's like like uh like purposely growling and like uh like like uh sneering at them i guess like it, yeah. they, they make it Did they eyes, like, that? Begin... i thought they just like got some they... footage of the dog being angry no it, it's like his eyes look like drastically different than the rest of like his body, especially like the area around his eyes. It's just like that doesn't match up. Like okay. they, they like they they flared up his eyes to make it look like he's like staring like intensely at them, and like they like droop his eyebrows to make it look like he's like squinting at them. Like basically giving like a Clint was like, "You met your day, punk." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. That whole scene is just. You could take it out of the movie and you would lose nothing. So, Archie, just before yeah. this, they come out of the... Oh, no, see, is this before or after they... Uh, no, it's after, sorry. They go, they're they at the, like, uh, the assistant or the publicist sees them, right? Uh, after, after, he makes after, them, yeah. Actually, when they're coming back, see, really quick, uh, the, the, the kids, the only thing about the kids that they... Because they wanted... They wanted. I was fine with the scene of ki- the kids being like, "Whoa, like it's Bugs Bunny or whatever." But like again, I feel like for me, I'm like, I get as a kid, you might believe because you think these characters are real at a certain age. You think, or you think you're, you know, I can accept right, that. Yeah. What I thought was weird was I feel like if I saw the Scooby Gang going through my mom's closet, I'd be like, "What are you doing? Why are you here?" Like I would be questioning yeah. that at least. 
they, they really don't question like why Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are here. And there's like also it's like, oh, we're going to help your dad win a game. We just need to get his stuff. Don't tell anyone. It's a secret. It's like that is the creepiest thing <laughs> to ever tell a child. It's like don't tell anyone. <laughs> we're just stealing your dad's stuff. Don't tell anyone. It's a secret. It's like, uh. Jeez, why is Bugs Bunny now voiced by Danny DeVito? <laughs> So, <laughs> don't tell your so, mother. Uh, <laughs> tell your mom I said hello. <laughs> so, God. <laughs> so, like, look, the kids, the kids are in the movie interacting with the tunes because they thought, like, it's like just blatant pandering, like yeah. to a kid audience to have the kids in the movie. They don't do anything. They're not well written. They're just sort of there. Yeah. Um, they don't factor into Michael's character at all. So, just that whole, yeah. the whole bit is just it's pointless there's no there, there's no entertainment value to be had there except some good lines from daffy duck in in yeah. those scenes yeah um so yeah go on, go on ahead so they they come back with um michael jordan's stuff and like he he practiced playing he kind of like you know practiced playing a little bit of yeah. like basketball because you know it's been a while he's been playing baseball for for a while now when we get a, the, the, the expected montage of michael jordan being michael jordan yes just him playing basketball to the song of fly like an oh no uh, no 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 it was, was that, it was, was, uh, was uh, i believe i can fly oh no that's the beginning and the ending of the movie yeah i don't know there there were a lot of like very clear pop, pop, uh copywritten songs in this movie and i kind of just lost track of it. it's like why are they playing this song i mean i like this yeah. song but it's like i don't know it just seems like they could have put their money elsewhere for this one um so yeah, his publicist shows up and is like, "Oh, it's like, hey, like you can you can just sit on this bench here and like you you you're you're like our our backup player." Like he he basically like benches him because he really wants to help even though he has zero basketball training, which I don't get why he doesn't. It's like, "I'll go get some other players the, to like help out." It's like The publicist, yeah. Can I say and credit then, to the movie? At least they gave us some reason for the publicist getting down into the like tune world in that he follows yeah. Daffy and and Bugs. Yeah. Like yeah. they that they they gave a reason and a fair explanation for that cuz he was literally digging this huge like uh, like unrealistically sized hole with just a shovel <laughs> even though there's literally like a ramp that they literally have like a bobcat to dig that out. He literally digs like this 10 foot deep like 10 foot wide diameter hole. To be fair, I, I don't know. Course. I'm not like that upset about that bit that's one of the funnier bits that he's in like yeah <laughs> i'm more sad that he actually like gets down to toon world so we have to look at him for the rest of the movie but just no Ouch. he just accepts well, okay. all of it yeah so we have to listen to him for the rest of the movie okay, and he just totally that, accepts he, he's that's not at all like better? wait what like michael jordan's like i can i gotta help my friends and he's not at all like what the hell what you got to help your cartoon characters. Yeah. This is all hallucination. Like, like, nobody yeah. at any point is like, this is all hallucination. This isn't real. How could this be real? Nobody does that. He's just sort of like, thank God I found Michael Jordan. And also, cartoon characters are real and in the oh, real world. So like, so yeah, no, it, he does have a line where it's like, uh, Michael, you, you are aware that your friends here are cartoons. Like, And Michael's like, yeah, so it was, oh yeah, no, no, nothing. I, I don't have a problem with that. You don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it. It's like, he, he almost like backtracks like, it's like oh, I was like I'm not racist towards cartoons or anything like that. It, it's like he's speaking for what the producers hope the audience is doing. Like the producers are like, yeah, if Michael doesn't have a problem with an audience, why do you have a problem with it? Like, because Michael like, should have a problem with it. So there is sorry, there's a point um, uh, around 
I don't I don't remember what point it, where it is, but there is a point where so we're, yeah we're seeing that like the basketball players in the real world they're struggling like because they don't have their talent and everything sucks. We see them go to a psychic. And they're all holding hands and sitting around a table. Oh, and yeah. she's looking into her crystal ball going, I see aliens stealing your talent. And I see Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. And they're all like, what? What? So before when they're like, you know, they're seeing, they don't know what's going on with all of these like different athletes, all different basketball players and the NBA is being shut down. And they're all waiting, and they're all like, it's like invasion of the body snatchers. I'm like, you know, you know, you're, you're like... Oh, look, you're, you're warm. You're not too far off. But I thought it was like, but they're all wearing gas masks and the NBA thing <laughs> shut down. And I'm like, oh, that's a little, it's like Wreck-It Ralph is a little too close to home right now with the accuracy. Yeah. This, this just in Space Jam yeah. predicted the future. Oh, boy. No. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I don't want really? Space Jam to dictate that's the future. That's where I thought Sam was going. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, so moving on, uh, the next scene, we are introduced to the very first introduction of Lola Bunny. <laughs> so, Aaron, you had some very strong opinions about this. Actually, I have stronger this. opinions about the scene that comes directly after this one. I do have strong opinions on Lola Bunny because this is, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because I might be wrong. I believe this is the first instance of yes. Lola Bunny existing. Th- this is This is her, like... Very in first any, appearance. In any Looney Tunes medium, debut. this is the first time that she appeared. And yeah, as far as I know, this is the I first time she is shown. I don't know who or what entity thought that it needed to be in the movie. <laughs> like, it's just such like a like shameless, like, we're going to make a, we need a love interest in the movie because it's a movie. And therefore, we have to have a heterosexual romance in the movie. So... Who's available? Well, Michael's not available. He already has a wife. So it's got to be one of the tunes. Our biggest profile one is is yeah. Bugs Bunny, of course. So we're just going to introduce a sexy girl bunny who's going to have, like, maybe ten lines in the entire movie. But she's but really, she's good, really at good at basketball. And I just... It's so by-the-numbers, like, bullshit writing <laughs> that I just... I despise the. I don't despise the character. Lola Bunny. I, I, I want to say that the character in and of itself is not necessarily something that you would. If you saw a character like this, excluding the basketball element, if you saw a character like this in a Bugs Bunny cartoon, it wouldn't be like that crazy. Right? I did like her though. Yeah. So I, I I don't despise the character for that reason. Why I despise the character is that it's just such a, a like bullshit corporate like oh, well, this is a character that ticks all the boxes thing. So now it's in the movie. There's no reason for it to be in the movie, but it's here now because because money, because that's what we do, right? And I just, I hate it, her it, character it, so much. I, and also there's the whole... This is a kid's movie. Like, that's gotta hurt her ears. This is the... <laughs> this is a kid's movie, so let's put a whole, uh, you know, super, like, sexy like like it's like you know who framed roger rabbit with jessica rabbit yeah i i i was literally about to say i was getting like some very like much like and i i said this earlier like who framed roger rabbit like jessica rabbit like vibes specifically from her of just like okay let's like find like a very like overly sexualized stereotype and put it in a kid's movie and and 
Yeah, they put it in I, the kids' yeah. movie. It's like no, no, no negative repercussions. She couldn't from have this just been a probably, girl bunny who hopefully. happens to be good at basketball. Like, if you hadn't laid on the like the like over sexual <laughs> overtones, oh like. Like she literally, like when she literally first shows up, they're playing like smooth, like saxophone music, it's like, it's like. I, are we watching a porno? Yeah, the low like, budget like on? porno flick music comes on, and you're like, "Am I on yif.com? Oh, I don't want to be here. Oh, I don't want to be here. God. I want to leave. I want to go home." <laughs> Please, I appreciate. Never yeah, I agree. That I don't. Again. Yeah, she was really over sexualized, but I did like that she was. Yeah, I agree. I did like that she was a female character that was good at basketball, and I did like when Bugs Bunny called her doll, and she was like pretty offended. I did. I did like that stuff, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, she was on un- a little uncomfortably and unsettlingly sexualized in a kids movie. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with them saying, "Hey, there's a lot of like most." of our Looney Tune characters are men. So let's introduce a woman. Here's a, a girl bunny who plays basketball and she's really good at it. And maybe Bugs has the hots for her and he's going to be over the top about it. But like the fact that you just make it so that every single character in this entire movie just is a horny, is like a horn dog for this fucking bunny. <laughs> it's like, stop, stop it. Like this is like borderline it's fetishistic like we already, shit it's, going on. It's like we already on. have that. Like, it's like we already have that with Pepe Le Pew. We don't need this <laughs> right? with anyone else. And you already else. have like a character that works for like if you wanted to like dip into that side of humor, you already have the whole Pepe Le Pew like lineup like available <laughs> if you want to do that. But like his love interest, he's in the movie, but his love interest shows up in one shot and doesn't say anything. Who was it? Well, to love? be fair, she never uh, says anything. True, but the the cat. It's a it's it's a his love interest is like a cat that like gets him like white paint on her that like makes her look like a skunk and she's constantly okay, like okay. running like away the whole, from her. I, the whole episode yeah. is basically I, yeah guys don't know what no means oh my god uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag me too looney tunes oh god uh, uh. <laughs> that's literally what that is it's, it's something that you really can't no, make any really can. can we can we move on from yeah from lola well, sexualized yeah, yeah let's funny. move into what i really want to talk about yeah. yes which is the scene All where right. Michael Jordan gets screwed up into a ball <laughs> and dribbled through a cartoon character's legs. Yeah, the the monsters show up and it's like, oh, this guy, this guy doesn't have any talent, so they just fold him up into a basketball and then they just slam dunk with him after like throwing around. And then Michael Jordan just gets up and he's like, "All right, that's not cool, guys. Okay, I'll help you beat them." Like, and I'm like, what? How is your entire worldview not, like, destroyed by the fact that this just... My worldview is destroyed because this just happened to Michael. Okay, I watched this when I was a kid. I did not remember this scene. Like, this scene was scrubbed from my memory. And I just watched the movie again. And I was like... Like, my jaw dropped. I couldn't look away from the screen. I couldn't blink. I was just like, somebody, like, wrote this into the script. Okay. A a committee approved it. Michael Jordan approved it, and then animators spent probably weeks animating Michael Jordan. Like, I just... That's like the definition of a cock-up cascade, where things just, like, happen, and you're just like, how... And then you get the final product, and you're just like, how did this, like, happen? How did this make it here? I don't think that's a weird 
I don't think the idea of it is that absurd in in the world. The problem is that it's first of all, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't look good. I can't imagine it looking that good ever. And it just yeah, it, it And he's it talking kind of, it, while it's happening. Yeah, it, it mainly <laughs> just ruins, especially because in the last the whole like last ten seconds, like, oh you can be like a a Looney Tune here. Like that that's Really? I had no idea when I got thrown through yeah. a basketball hoop at 400 miles an hour because he seems to accept that it yeah. happens and my in my head was in close proximity of my ass they should have done it with another character not michael jordan because it looks or if they horrifying. had like made him like when he goes into the toon world if they had chosen made the decision to like hand draw hand draw and animate him um or or animated him cool. in the same way as the rest of the looney tunes like if they had made the decision to do that then it wouldn't have been horrifying because then it looks like toony, so it's yeah. fine. Um, but like, it's sort of like the mask. Even in the mask, they did this better when the mask is like sort of like tunifying the people he's interacting with. Um, yeah. It's not like that horrifying. Um, and yeah, like the mask fair. in the comics, right? He doesn't tunify the people he interacts with. So the things that he does to real people are no, like he, brutal. Yeah. No. The oh yeah. No. The mask comic compared to the movie are it. Yeah, but that's Very my point different. is that you took they're, something they're, that's yeah, like innocent yeah. when you do it to a toon character like oh haha bugs bunny scrunched up daffy duck and turned him into a basketball and dunked him through a hoop that's funny yeah. when it's a real life person that you have to like, <laughs> cg animate to do it especially with 90s animation yeah. it's just horrific <laughs> the yeah. nightmare also if going on the idea of if they decided to animate michael jordan when he's in the tomb world would that mean that they would have to make a live action equivalent of bugs bunny and Debbie duck no. when they're oh. in the real world when they're searching through michael jordan's house like Ew. how would that no. work no they don't you, you don't you haven't explained anything in this movie you don't need to explain that to me either okay just just don't do that <laughs> i don't think michael jordan needs to be hand-drawn because then it would have been just kind of like you know those like a like, you know when they, like, on animated shows, when they would throw in real people? Like, there's, like, a Scooby-Doo series where they would have, like, real people. Like, uh, Dick Van Dyke oh, yeah. was on one, or Sandy Duncan was on one. It would have been just kind of like that. I think they just shouldn't have had Michael Jordan be CGI'd into a weird basketball. And yeah. It, yeah, like, it looked terrible. I, I agree with you that there's, there's, like, market appeal, which is why that they kept him as Michael Jordan the whole movie. Sure. Like, yeah. this isn't, like, you know, one of the Scooby-Doo episodes where we're going to draw, you know, John Cena or whatever. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> like, if you were going to do something that outlandish with him, you can't do it the way they did it. Because it's, yeah, it's Agreed. just bad. It's just really, really bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I think we can move on from this scene. I think we've talked it to death. So... So so moving on, uh, let's just jump straight into the final yeah, not game. Not much happens because uh, that's like, pretty much between this point. Yeah, yeah it didn't. It yeah, didn't, it was. I, yeah. This is supposed to be. I mean, no, halfway halfway through the game is the climax. I wouldn't say it was the climax when the game yeah. starts. It's about. It's still Act Two. They're all, and I will say, I gotta say, uh, Michael Jordan's tune jersey. I mean, that's cool. He probably kept that. He probably still has that. Like, I do think that's a cool like memento from the movie I but mean, like I yeah i don't think like naming it the toon squad was necessarily like a bad decision and the design of the jersey is fine it's got the Warner yeah. brothers you know like circle on it and stuff mm -hmm. yeah 
you got, so you got to represent the Toon Squad and the Monstars because they're monsters with the you know star power. talent of star. Yes, yes, of Charles like Barkley, Larry Bird, and other people. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the beginning. Obviously, the Monstars are doing so much better because they're so much bigger. And well, yeah. I mean, yeah. not because they're so oh, much bigger, oh. because they're like. <laughs> literally like crushing people which yes. like is tune yeah. is like like makes sense for a, a tune like thing but i wish that at the beginning they had had a scene where marvin the martian as the referee tries to check somebody yeah. for like yeah. breaking the rules and get just gets wrecked because then I, it would make sense i i also kind of want to point out like it was kind of genius that they made Marvin the Martian the referee because he is both a Looney Tune and an alien, so therefore he is a mutually unbiased referee yes, to both oh, parties. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that was like one of the few instances it's, of like, and who knows if that was even like <laughs> like how they thought of it. They might have just been like, who haven't we used? Uh, Mar- Marvin the Martian can be a, a referee, but like. It, it is. Yeah. It uh, it does work. It works actually surprisingly well. It, it, it really <laughs> does work. Yeah, it works even well because they really don't even put that much emphasis on it like they don't focus on like Marvin the Martian that much he only shows up like maybe like two or three times and most of the time he's kind of ignored yeah 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 but I, I wish we had seen him actually like trying to um implement rules at the beginning of the like game because we do games, see him do yeah. it like towards the end of the game and he gets like wrecked but if we'd seen it at the beginning of the game we wouldn't be like yeah. expecting a whistle the first time one of the monsters like you know stomps Daffy Duck into a paste <laughs> yeah I mean, to be fair, if he did that for, like, every time someone broke a rule, like, both teams would be disqualified. Because every team, like, breaks... Literally, like, Davy Duck, like, drives around on a moped, and we see Elmer Fudd and uh, Yosemite Sam, for some reason, pull Pulp Fiction reference and just shoot the teeth out of one of the Monstars, and even plays, like, the, the... Pulp Fiction theme of yeah, that was a Pulp Fiction reference. What the hell? I'm not sure. Hey kids, remember watching that scene where they blew that one dude's brains out in the back of his car, and then we had that scene where that one guy says the N word forty times. Kids watch that movie, right? Ah shit! Ah shit! This is a tasty burger. This is a tasty burger. They should have had somebody in yeah, the back room eating a burger. In this movie? Say what again? Say what one more time? I dare you. I double dare like, you. Can we get a version of Space Jam, but it's Sam Jackson instead? I would be oh. way more interested in watching that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> Wait, what? 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 Uh, event would he the, be Comic Con or something? Then, then like <laughs> Comic Con. That's not an event. Then like when <laughs> Bugs Bunny is like, nah, I'm nah, we're totally real. Samuel Jackson could just be like, well, shit, that's all you had to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that works way too well. <laughs> Moving back, trying to get back on topic here. Wait, there's a scene of all the Looney Tunes dressed as different Sam Jackson characters. So Bugs Bunny's like Nick Fury and. uh <laughs> and, and somebody's shaft. Daffy, Daffy somebody's, Duck's somebody's, the villain. Somebody's, somebody's, Daffy from uh, from somebody, uh, Kingsman. Somebody's Frozone. Like. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, okay, we have gone just way digressed from the... We, we have gone down the rabbit hole. Speaking of rabbit <laughs> okay. holes, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny Daffy are in this Duck movie. Duck, not a rabbit, but anyway. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but we're back on so, topic now. Of course, now. the Monstars are doing very well in the first half. 
um, we get to see our favorite, our favorite, you know, Looney Tune characters who we love and cherish get absolutely pounded into mincemeat, um, which I guess is yep. fine. Yeah, not for them. They're, not for them. I mean, but it's like that's Looney Tunes. Slapstick is Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not sure. like super engaging slapstick, but like it's hard to it's hard to like, yeah, it, it's, ruin slapstick comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's not like Three Stooges level slapstick, but it's like. I don't know, maybe like Abbott and Costello I mean, it was fine, slapstick. It made sense. It worked. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's what we expected from a Looney Tunes movie with Michael Jordan in it. With kit for kids. Um, yeah. The first half is really <laughs> quick, and the second half is like twice as long. And yeah. that's that's the climax of the movie. Like, so right. uh, uh, Michael so they, Jordan is yeah. basically trying to give him a pep talk, and Daffy Duck's like, oh, he's going to make a pep talk. Ugh. Oh, B- yeah. Before that, uh, M- Michael Jordan, like, like here's like the like Danny DeVito's character like Mr. Schwackhammer or whatever the heck his name is like talk like hey we need you I need you guys to destroy these guys and it's like hey quit talking trash about our teams like let's make this game more oh, no, interesting that's later. no that's that hasn't later. happened yet that doesn't that's happen later. till till, ha- till oh, I, I, oh okay oh okay he doesn't okay. know about the talent yet he doesn't know about that till after halftime so uh, gotcha. he's trying to give them a pep talk Michael Jordan's trying to give his team a pep talk and Daffy's just kind of being his uh, being an asshole and being like. Oh, oh yeah, he's giving us a pep to- Oh, like I've heard this before. Like, and he's saying like, "No, I've been in your position. We can do this." Or actually, before the when the game's just starting and they all have their hands in the middle, he's like, "Let's just have fun." And it's like, "No, the stakes are so high for them. You have no stake yeah. in this. Let's it's just like go and have a, and have a good time, guys. I mean, if you lose, you'll be enslaved but for your entire lives. But let's just go out and have a grand <laughs> so old." So he then gives them. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's like the stakes aren't high for me at all. It's like, I'm just going to have fun. It's kind of making fun of, I'm guessing, I don't know, is Michael Jordan's drink Gatorade? Or is it, is that what that's trying to make fun of? They all basically start drinking, it's Michael Jordan's stuff. And they all, they all all just start to feel powerful and, oh, and it's just water. Oh, was that not like a closet steroids reference? Yeah, that's what I picked up on. I thought it was Gatorade and then I thought it was a steroid. It wasn't actually anything, but like, I was like, was this a thing? Like, is this something we don't have context for that Michael has secret stuff? Because like, literally, like Daffy Duck is just like it's like you know what I'm not I'm not uh, a fan to this idea, and like Michael Jordan is like, do you want to win or not? Drink it. It's like, all right, this goes against everything they taught me in okay. health class. Like, okay, this is definitely a steroids I, reference. That's when I thought it was a steroids reference, but before I was like, are we encouraging them to take? I mean, you know, they well, are Michael Jordan like... is, so therefore everyone should. <laughs> like, I think it was supposed to be like, oh, the power of belief, because later he's gonna tell him. But I mean, let's be honest, guys, like. There was no main moral point to this movie. There's no character arcing, you know. It, th- yeah. There, there is no like moral, like like hero's journey happening here. Yeah, there, this much. movie is not intended to have an emotional impact. It's just supposed to be. There's a comparison to be made for um to um uh what what the, what the hell's, hell's the movie uh Ready Player One yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Where we're gonna have all the Looney Tunes here because we're gonna have all the Looney Tunes here because th- that's Pop the movie. Culture. But they yeah. they don't like they're just sort of there. They don't contribute, right? Like yeah. there's no like okay, Ready Player One actually does have a, a, a plot and like attempts character arcing, so it's it's not quite the same. And there's an emotional but tie to it. I think you kinda of get yeah. what I'm what I'm getting. There's at a hero here. yeah. Is that like, there was room for this. Nobody to have a was hero's like journey. there should be an arc to this movie. There was the thing is it could have had potential to be a hero's journey and they didn't take advantage of it 
Like, I thought it could have been used to apply to, like, I don't know, like, the, the struggle of Michael Michael Jordan's baseball career. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, there was room. It, it needed a rewrite, for sure. Things it, it throws out, like, five different possible morals to the movie. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, do anything with any of them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so after while, questionable while, steroids use, yeah. we see the scene uh, of the other yeah, locker room. So they're all... Yeah, New- Newman is spying on them and learns that they stole the talent of all the NBA players and then they set him on fire and let him go for some reason. We think we they set him on fire? We don't know. He just sort of shows up smoking. Yeah, but there's... and covered in, like, soot. But so that scene, though, he's looking the other way. Like, I look at the team and I thought, I was like, what the hell? I thought he was going to, like, abandon ship. But then I inferred from the setting that he was in a locker, but we never saw him get into the locker. It looks like he went in after them. How did he get in there without anyone noticing that I... Yeah, they didn't really explain any of that, did they? Yeah. And... Nah, Newman's just that stealthy. And then he... Clearly. And then he... um uh... Really worked out for him in Jurassic Park. Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, he says they stole all the talent from the NBA, and Michael Jordan's like, that's what happens. And, you know, the questionable steroid use, they go back out. They're now beating, or they're doing really well, and they're catching up to the Monstars, and they're they're starting to catch up. So that's when um, uh, villain guy, yeah, I can't think of his name. Uh, Danny Danny DeVito. Let's see, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito basically decides, like, oh, I don't want the Looney Tunes. I want Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan says, okay, if if we win, you give the NBA their talent back. And if you win, you get me. And he was just going to have him sign autographs forever and then play basketball and lose. That was going to be the rest of forever for him. His eternal punishment. Yes. Just like, oh my God. That sounds like fun to me, I guess. So, well, yeah. and also like Michael Jordan is the one that like, when he's like, what do I get if I win? Michael Jordan volunteers himself. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, seems to me like. that's pretty selfless of him. Yeah. But it's also like, I feel like there were other things that you, this is earth, right? There's like, what if we gave him like a couple tigers, right? They don't have those in space. <laughs> I feel like there were better options than consigning yourself to a lifetime of servitude. Or, yeah, or also the fact that, like, dude, you're rich. You're literally the face of basketball right now. It's the 90s. You are Michael Jordan. You could have just, like, hey, I'll give you, like, a few million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, Like, if the villain had said, okay, but if we win, we get you, it would have worked. But because Michael Jordan volunteers himself, it's like, are you just, like, that crazy? Like... (laughs) I feel like there were better options here. He's playing basketball with Looney Tunes. Crazy has already left the station, Aaron. <laughs> I guess that's fair. So, and... Along with all the competent writers. Oh! Ooh. 90s yeah, I'm sorry. You guys are going to do... If you guys are going to do movie reviews with me, I'm, I'm going to get a... Uh, that's why I said... I'm going to get vicious. I said to Kevin, we need to bring you on for Food Fight when the time comes. <laughs> oh, oh, The Lord. time has not come. I haven't even seen Food Fight, and I don't want to. Please! I, I don't think I'm ready. Space Jam's gonna look like the fucking Mona Lisa compared to. That. <laughs> oh, so oh yeah, seriously. Right. Um, so, so, so yeah, they, they they're doing really well, and uh, one of the monsters like climbs like the top of a hoop because like That's after legal. like the whole de- yeah the whole yeah the whole deal like takes place, and like Danny DeVito tells like the monsters like, all right, 
crush him. He he basically tells them all to like karate kid style sweep the leg, just take them all out of commission. So <laughs> literally every so literally every player is getting like stepped on, squashed, like even yeah, worse yeah. than in the first half. So one of them climbs like the top of a hoop and tries to like belly flop on top of Lola and Bugs Bunny heroically shoves her out of the way and takes the bullet for her and yep she he gets a kiss for that because you're a hero to be f- like for taking an injury that like normal tunes sustain every you know yeah every yeah. time um like, which this is not yeah this is not like a lethal injury or like anything that like 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 he's literally fine like a minute later to be fair um Bugs Bunny, out of any character in anything ever, is probably the best person at milking an injury for all it's worth. Even an injury True. that's not real. Uh, mm-hmm. So that kind of felt on character for him to try that. But again, like, uh, I mean, I, I'm i not even gonna yeah. go into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. We all saw it coming. We knew it was gonna happen. Seriously. Yeah, so the, the stakes are a lot... I mean, the Looney Tunes are off the hook, but the stakes are now higher for Michael Jordan. And in the last 10 seconds of the game, they need a fifth player. And they put, oh wait, no, they need a fifth player. And they put uh, Newman in, and he immediately gets killed. Yeah, they, they need or a fifth player. So flattened. Newman steps up, and he basically turns into a pancake. Uh, immediately. Which, immediately yeah. he gets the ball, and all five of them just jump on him. Yeah, and then he turns into a pancake because of that, mm-hmm. and this turns into the second, like, body <laughs> horror uh, thing that happened, which doctors show up on a, with a gurney and a bike pump and just inflate him, and he just turns into a balloon that just flies all over the place and eventually just lands on the gurney. And then <laughs> the Looney Tunes tell like uh, uh, Michael Jordan, it's like, yeah, anyone can be a tune here in Tune Land. It's like you're literally telling me this. Ten seconds left of the game, <laughs> we're one point away. And then Bill Murray shows up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh With no explanation, he just even... appears and says, "I'll join." I'm yeah. I'm convinced that like he wasn't even, they had something else written like another tune character was gonna show up and Bill Murray just like drove to the studio that day. It was like, hey, said, you guys need me to cameo? I'm here to be like, in the final what? scene, and like nobody had the heart to tell him he wasn't in the final scene. No, it's like I, I'd like to think that like he just showed up. It's like okay, I'm like I'm ready for my cameo for this movie. It's like I got I got an even better. You're in this entire basketball scene. It's like, but I don't play basketball. You do now. Here's a thousand dollars. Like, all right. It's really obvious, by the way, that he does not know how to play basketball. Oh, very clearly. He literally like as soon as he gets it, he like passes it to Michael, and then like that's it. Well, they have him dribble for a little bit, and his dribbling is like. Yeah, it's it's just like like it's not like practiced at all. You know, it's like when you watch um, uh, the movie with Adam Sandler where he's in jail and he has to play football. Oh, the longest yeah. yard. The yeah, the longest yard. When you watch the longest yard, you can tell that Adam Sandler played football. Like, just the, yeah. the way he moves, the way he throws the ball, you can tell that he knows how to play it. Bill Murray, the well, way he moves, <laughs> the way he he. Well, of course, ball, Adam you know Sandler... that he ha- doesn't play basketball. Well, of course, Adam Sandler played uh, football. Haven't you seen The Water Boy? Stupid. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Sorry, it was you left you left it open. Sorry. 
and it keeps cutting back and forth between the, uh, the clock going down, the seconds ticking down, and we then, Michael, Jordan, and the, the monsters, like, grab him, and he just stretches out his arm to put the basket, to put the ball in the basket. <laughs> the basket in the basket. <laughs> Which, by the way, the bit where he actually throws the ba- the ball in is, like, horrifically, like, it, it, it ugh. This movie's it's, giving it's you nightmares. It's really derpy. <laughs> yeah. It's really derpy. And also, can we talk about the fact that every basket in this game is a dunk? <laughs> yes! Nobody I mean, shoots. It's not, it's not a real game unless you dunk. <laughs> I'm like, oh real life basketball, maybe 3% three of the baskets <laughs> scored are dunks in, in any given game, right? There's like 200 you know, or there's like a hundred baskets scored over the course of a game. Maybe three or four of them are dunks. In this, every I don't think anyone actually shoots it and scores it, aside from little Michael at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and the the little girl that like completely shows up, Charles Barkley. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Oh, the, the right. group of girls, yeah. But in the actual yeah. main game, nobody shoots the basketball. Seriously. It's like uh, Michael stretches his arm to the hoop. Also, Michael could have just shot from there. Yeah. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> so he scores. He scores with one second left. The tunes win. Um, I think we get another kiss from Lola here. I know she kisses Bugs twice. Uh, he, she kisses him when Michael leaves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the bad guy like shows up is like oh you, you guys are worthless you guys you guys lost the game for us and then michael just like has this sudden realization is like why are you guys taking this from him he's like oh because he's bigger and t- stronger than us and it's like they're like towering 10 feet over this four foot tall man it's like oh so they literally just beat him up and then strap him to a rock and then launch him to the moon it's like well that solves that problem you guys <laughs> didn't realize that you guys were stronger than him like a week ago because apparently you right. guys already have this power to just steal energy from people. And then Michael's like, see, you had it inside you the whole time. I'm like, no, they, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have it until they stole it from the NBA players. Yeah. Also, if they if they could just, like, leech power from people, why are they even scared of this guy in the first place? Like, it just yeah. raises more that questions That would have been a different movie answers. that Michael Jordan wouldn't, yeah. didn't need to be in. And then we have the one last problem. Oh, the, um... Uh, he takes the talent back from the the guys, and the guys are like, the little minions are like, we'd like, we don't want to go back to the moon. It sucks there. Can we stay here with the Looney Tunes? And the Looney Tunes are like, yeah, sure. And then they were never seen again. So I'm I'm just assuming that they all got eaten by the cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my our, gosh! Our, there's no indication that they even stay. We just know that they've been al- they're they've been invited. Yes, they can stay. We don't know if they do or don't. Yeah, it was a we, setup. We, we never for Space Jam Two. Obviously, we'll find out their yeah. fate uh, when in 2021 or probably yeah. 2022 at this rate. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so. Newman shows back up completely fine. It's like, Michael, you got a game, a baseball game in five minutes. Like we got to go. It's like, all right, I guess it's time to go. So they just borrow the alien spaceship and fly him to his uh, baseball game. And it's like, Oh, whoa, that's cool. Oh, cool. It's Michael. All right, let's get this game started. Also, everyone at the baseball, at the baseball stadium is like chanting for Michael Jordan because he's not there yet. 
It's like you guys still have a full team. You guys can play the game. It's it just, so over the top. Without him, the like yeah. the like hubbub around Michael, and you think that they're like going to make a point about it, and they just never do. It's just sort of like it's there because it's funny, right? And Michael Jordan's wife <sighs> is sitting with the kids, and she's like, "Where is your dad?" And one of them's like, "He's at his other game." And she's like, "What other game?" And the kids are like, "Shh, like we're not supposed to tell anyone." And then the mom's like, "What's going on?" Uh, it's like oh you like this this was a weird thing it's like why are they drawing so much focus to this when it's a joke that goes nowhere they they, they put so much yeah. emphasis on this and it just it's like is this building up to something oh no he's already here all right joke's <laughs> over i guess it should have had then, ending uh... with a scene or it had some scene of showing like the looney tunes and the aliens or it should have got like for some quick little end result with them but yeah we never see them again instead we get a scene of michael jordan giving the talent back to the other players and basically telling them that they're all like shitty yeah uh like he walks <laughs> in like, he talks suck. shit he <laughs> says touch this magical orb i have they're like uh no he's like just do it and then they do it and then they get their talent back and then he decides to play basketball again yeah. and that's the movie <laughs> so the the moral of the story is the, do this, drugs kids they make you better at basketball this is like the the movie where we learned why he decided to quit baseball <laughs> Be- because a bunch of looney tunes had him play a basketball game and that made him realize that he was better at basketball than he was at baseball and now he's back to playing basketball like i the, <laughs> There's like the here's the thing you're supposed to like tie up loose ends at the end of a movie so the important part in a movie is to set up things that at the end you can pay off and then tie up right that's part yeah. of the writing process in a movie oftentimes you have light act threes until you start setting up more stuff earlier in the movie that you can then bring to a close um, in act three that preferably cements the point you were always try- already trying to make the problem is they weren't trying to make a point with this movie so they had nothing to set up in earlier acts. So when they get to act three, they have nothing to do with it except sort of say, and he's back to playing basketball guys. You go, Michael. Thanks for being in our movie. This this entire movie was made for this whole purpose, this whole purpose of like marketing and merchandise because like the Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan, like ads that came out before this were so widely successful. It was like, okay, let's just like print our own money right now with this movie. So, it's like we don't need to put an effort for this because people are going to see it regardless and based on the sheer numbers of ticket sales and their overall uh, worldwide gross that they made based on their budget they definitely proved a point there right and this is why this movie like makes me angry really yeah, <laughs> oftentimes really i didn't i didn't pick up on that at all <laughs> oh my god so like, well, you're, a you're as happy movie, as a client right now i don't hate bad movies okay I, I like pity them because oftentimes there are like great ideas in bad movies that just like weren't done correctly and yeah, it makes you sad. Yeah. Um, or it could be a good movie that just didn't do very well at the box office, like Annihilation, and it makes you sad because you're like, this movie had yeah. great ideas. I wish it had done better. This movie had no good ideas, no effort put into it. And it did, it was literally made because they're like, well, we'll make money on it, so we should make it. And they did. And that's what makes me angry about it is that it worked. 90s yeah. kids still think this movie is good. I thought this movie was good until I watched it again. <laughs> oh <my God>. So. <laughs> Deep breath. So 
uh, so this, yeah, I know, I know. Deep breaths, calming, you know. Yeah. Gotta get okay. my uh, ne- uh, namaste. Ne- next, ne- <laughs> yeah. Uh, hum hum shivai, hum hum shivai, hum hum shivai. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. Ne- next time we have you guest starring, we'll we'll pick something uh, a little less uh, stressful for you. No, no, yeah, this see, is great. Please, <laughs> Dude, I, please I, I, join us for food fight, please. I'm not even sure if I want to do if that. If you if you have me join you for food fight, it will just be 30 minutes yeah. of screaming. <laughs> Nothing even coherent. I will just be screaming <laughs> at the existential horror that is that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen the full thing. I've seen reviews of I, it. I don't want to see the full thing because I just, I won't, I don't think I'll be able to get through it unless you like I, chain me down. My, I watched the whole thing. My oh sister my and I God. watched the whole thing. It is filled with sexual innuendos. There's like almost 70 in this children's movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is filled. It is filled. That's what she said. But I'm oh tense. my God, Kevin. <laughs> Okay, so I see. Think, I'm already I'm already prepared for it. <laughs> I think our like lasting opinions. Well, my opinions on the movie are pretty clear. Uh, Kevin, give me give me your take on the just the movie as a whole. As the movie as a whole, I still do kind of have a nostalgic soft spot for it, but I I still do agree with you that this isn't the best uh, movie of quality. But it does have its moments, so I'm going to give this a four out of ten. Oh, we have a grading scale. I mean, we're you know I, well, we're, we're we're still figuring it out. Maybe sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sam, Sam, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I I kind of I think I agree with Kevin. It's definitely not a good movie, but like I have seen far worse. So to me, it was just kind of it could have been it had potential to be better, and they didn't bother to okay. go through those lengths. So I give it yeah like a four out of ten i think that's a, an appropriate rating what are you a negative 40 yeah like like a four or a yeah like a like a four or a 4.5 like it it just had so much potential and it really didn't go that's what makes it. me okay, upset so about there are certain i agree with you there are certain bad movies where you know they're terrible and you can kind of a lot of bad movies it'll be like oh you kind of see the concept and what they were trying to go for but there is plenty of bad mm-hmm. movies I've seen where it's like, there is a really good idea here and they didn't even bother. Like it could have been so much better and they just didn't see, go that I... way. But, but this movie's different because I I can't, I can only see like, I felt like the concept, I feel like all of the, it was just, it needed like a stronger, uh, like under layer than just, I don't know how to, I'm trying to. It's all, it hasn't even been 24 hours, so the movie hasn't fully absorbed into me yet. <laughs> that's probably a good That's a good oh. thing. It's probably carcinogenic. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> wow, okay. All right. I don't need that visual. Uh, what are you, what is what is well, your take on it, Aaron? Well, I I don't think I'm like too far off from you guys cuz I I think my biggest thing is I don't think this movie had potential. I think that the starting point was flawed and that the reason that a lot of this other, these other issues come in is because that starting point was just not there. Right. Like tunes in the real world is like kind of an engaging concept and it can work really well. Who framed Roger Rabbit? It works really well in that movie. Um, But so that, that isn't bad, but that wasn't the starting concept for this movie. The starting concept for this movie was Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan in a movie. Yeah. And they had to write everything else around that. And so I. That's always. I, I, I would probably try and talk you down to like a three. I don't think it's just like, 
horrifically offensive just to watch. It's more of what's behind the movie that makes me really angry. Um, so like, I don't, I don't think it's like the worst movie ever to experience. I just disagree with the process behind it. So I, I'd probably give I, it a three. That, that, that's, that's a fair I, assessment. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can respect I that. I definitely, uh, yeah, I agree. They was just Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny. Let's just work around that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, one, one more thing before we uh, end this. Uh, while I was doing a little bit of like just general research on this movie, mm-hmm. uh, I came across something that I haven't seen uh, since I was a kid uh, when I first saw this movie. And I'm actually genuinely surprised that it's still up. The Space Jam website, oh spacejam.com, is still up and running. Go ahead and check it out right now. Um it's still there. You can download uh, like JPEG uh, uh, background wallpapers. Uh, you get oh my uh, god, cast, it's so nice. You, you get yeah, it is. It is a callback. There's cast bios of everyone in the movie. Uh, Planet B ball, Lunar Tunes. It wow. is. Yeah, no. For for everyone listening, just look up SpaceJam.com. It is such a blast from the past. I'm I'm probably gonna be on here for a while after this. All the uh, dial, so, all the writing is an unfiltered, like Arial font. I know. <laughs> all right. So so on that surprising note, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. <laughs> uh, do I have a bet here? I'm Aaron Silva. Uh, you have a name. <laughs> <And> this... <laughs> you have a name. Uh, and this has been movie real. <laughs>